Hello and welcome back to the Soda Pop Podcast. I am your host, Kaya Williams, and I am here with a very special group of people. Um, we've just got back in the studio, so you have yet to hear me talk about Boeing Boeing all the time. But if you don't know, that is the spring production, which I happen to be in, and I happen to have to me per- personally, one of the best directors I've ever had, Ariel Lauren. Ariel, can you say hi? <laughs> oh, shucks. Um, Ariel is our guest. And if you've been listening to the podcast, you know, Ariel was one of the first ones. And this is Ariel's redemption arc because um, <laughs> I was running on like less than three hours of sleep. And I just, I have to apologize, Ariel. I'm so sorry for the straight chaos that was given to you. But we're here, we're redeeming ourselves, we're being better people and growing and learning. And I also happen to be here with my co-host Grayson hello who also happens to be in the show yes I play Robert in the show I play Gloria we're gonna get into all the fun castings later because they're gonna join us in the second half of this episode but right now it's all about Ariel Ariel all the time um she's also my uh teacher professor I don't ever know what to use for college (laughs) words ever Uh, professor's probably good yeah that's a very accurate word yeah um for like two out of my three in-person classes. So (laughs) I'm with Ariel all the time. I don't know how she's not sick of me yet. So Ariel, say, how are you doing today? Doing great. The sun is shining. It's a little bit warmer. I'm definitely a summer baby, so I'm happy for the... Yes. Um, What I got to say is just like working with Ariel, I do stand by what I said about her being the calmest woman alive. (laughs) She is forever always just like put together and so poised. And I feel like everybody in the cast would agree with me when I say that. (laughs) And so I'm like, I don't know how she does it, but I love it. Um, We're going to talk about um, what why you chose Boeing Boeing. But before we do that, we need to have a soft drink and soft jam moment. What soda are you drinking or what drink are you drinking currently? Mm. And um, what song are you listening to on repeat? Uh, I've been doing a lot of uh, the, I don't know if I found it Publix, they have the, oh, what is it called? Like Nana's Nature, something like that. Carrot juice and ginger, carrot and ginger turmeric juice. Yeah, that's my. My friends used to do like the little shots at Publix that they Mm -hmm. get and they would just do those for like the immunity boost. Mm -hmm. Little shots? What? Like their little immunity boost shots of like, like a shot of like just straight ginger and you would just take it back and it's like really good for your immunity. They taste disgusting. The way you're saying this, it sounds like, like a free samples thing. Like you just go up to Publix and they just Oh, have... no, it's like $6. Yeah, they're expensive. They're like little press what? juices. Yes. Like if you buy a juicer, people like juice like carrots or like uh, cucumbers or zucchinis purely because it's like really good for your health. And so if just like you're getting like the straight nutrients without chewing it. It's invigorating. Ginger. That's really interesting. I guess the, the description of it also being a shot is like it's something you really have to get over with. Like this doesn't yeah. taste very it good. It doesn't. It's, there's no sweeteners, nothing. It's just straight ginger juice to your throat. That's it. It, it really, burns. It's the healthy version of a shot. That's, yes. Uh. It's good for you. But what song have you been jamming to? Uh, I was trying to pick one, but I think Kiss by Prince okay. has been my... We love a good Prince moment. Yeah, that's been my go-to. That's, it usually is my go-to Like whenever I'm feeling down. Like, that's it. That's, a good, that's always a good like mood. Mm-hmm. I love that. Okay. So now that we have that, we need to talk about Boeing Boeing. I've been wanting to talk about this for weeks and I finally get an excuse to. So why did you, like, what is Boeing Boeing? Why did you choose it? All the basic mm-hmm. what, when, when, where, how, why, <laughs> the five W's. Yeah, the candlestick and Professor Plum in the library. Um, no, it was, uh, I love physical comedy. So I love slapstick and slips, trips and falls, slaps, that kind of stuff. Um, and I, so I love farce and farce is typically a British art form, but this one, this particular show is French. Um, 
and it often involves lots of doors just because the like the, the quickness of like who's behind what door like the scooby-doo moments yes um often usually a lot of bags too like misplaced bags which we have in our show um but it often like mistaken identities or close calls, that kind of stuff. So I wanted a show like that. And I actually asked my friends on Instagram because really what I wanted to do was Noises Off. But Noises Off requires a two-story set that spins. Uh-huh. And that just would not fit in our black box. It would not. Uh, so I asked all my friends on Instagram like for some great farces. And a Boeing Boeing came to the surface. I'd never heard of it before. Uh, and I read it, and I thought there was a lot of potential, especially with knowing the people that I could cast from. Um, if for people who don't know what Boeing Boeing is, I will gladly talk about it because no one asks me anyway. Um, Boeing Boeing is this guy named Bernard, and he happened to be engaged to three steward and airlinest. What reason? No one knows. But, um, you know, since they're always going and never really staying for that long, it works. You know, everything, you know, fizzles out. However, with a bunch of, I guess, miscommunications and a lot of flights being canceled and delayed, all of them end up in the same house at the same time. His best friend Robert's in town and has to help him, you know, figure this all out. Figure out how it plays out. Gotta, gotta kind of come, come to the show. The show is February 23rd through the 26th. That's right. I know this. Huh. I'm in the show. Got that all memorized. <laughs> yes. That was a Wikipedia page right there. A hundred percent. So, unless I feel like I'm, I don't think I missed anything. <laughs> no, I think you got, yeah, that's pretty accurate. There's also <laughs> a butler. Great there's character. There's also a butler. Yes. Yeah, I was going to say that helps, just tries to help Bernard keep all his fiancés straight. Correct. So, um, one thing I wanted to ask you about directing, because you said this statement, and it's been in my head ever since you said, said it, was that 80% of directing is casting. Yeah. Can you clarify that? Like, I, can you just like expand on it? Because I... Sure. Well, I mean, a, a lot of, um, I mean, it just takes care of a lot of the work for you if you cast actors who are very generous with what they offer. So what I mean by that is um, they come in with ideas, they come in with new suggestions, they come in with way different, they're willing to try lots of different things, they're willing to try different poses or different ways of saying something or a variety, it, it, because every actor comes with a whole toolkit of um, emotions, of physical physicality of vocabulary um and so if you can pick if you pick an actor that has a wide toolkit then that means you have more to play with as a director if you have an actor who only does like one character then you don't have a lot of room to play as a director no that makes a lot of sense because is this some, like how many plays have you directed before is this like your first second third um fifth? let's see well i've directed a lot of uh puppetry and uh, physical theater and movement kind of stuff. So I've, I've often been brought in as a choreographer for fight calls or for um, different kinds of slapstick moments um, or to create, create a sense of ensemble within a cast. So usually I'm a consultant role. So this is, uh, this is my third actual just full director position. She's a pro at it. I swear to God. <laughs> um, uh, Cause uh, she teaches physical theater, both me, Grayson, and someone else you're going to uh, join us later. Special guest. On the cast. Um, it's also in her physical theater class and puppetry class. And she is like really good at making sure that ensemble feels well. What are like some tips and tricks you have for people like who are working with like an ensemble, big, small, little, mm. to make them feel like one? Yeah, there's um, there are a lot of great. My particular favorite things are games. Um, I mean, as you know, our, our warm-ups include a check-in, so I like to make everyone feel like, uh, I like to, so to me, let's see, there's so many things I could say. 
the individual is very important. And I want the individual to feel like they are bringing all of themselves. And then I want the whole to value each individual. And I want the individual to value themselves in the whole. So it's, it's playing with making the individual feel uh, confident in themselves. And then having the ensemble see that individual and value that individual. And then see the individual value each ensemble member. So it's like one for all, all for one. Yes. And so I, I accomplished that through check-ins, through uh, repetitive, uh, it, might, it might feel repetitive, but doing this, the exact same stretches every day. It's um, great. I love it. And because to me, that's a, that's sort of a yoga principle of like, because we feel very different every day. So if you do the same motion, then you can, it's easier to tell how different you feel from one day to the next in the same position, in the same pose, in the same stretch. Um, so that's a way of centering. And then games, because um, I just, you know, I play is so important to me uh, because it, it's a celebration of being alive. It's a celebration of being who you are. It's a celebration of being in this particular room in this moment. And that's why I do theater, um, as, is I want the audience to feel that same sense of belonging, that same sense of connection and community of like, we're in this room together. And it's a it's miraculous. Like how amazing is it that this particular group of people is in this room at this moment? Um, we chose this, and just kind of celebrating that. So wherever I can bring a sense of celebration or of um, awe or of wonder, uh, I think that really connects us and creates ensemble. Another uh, very practical tip is uh, uh, coordinated movement or movement to a certain beat. So the net, one of the things that we're going to do as a cast coming up is lines to a metronome. So we'll use a metronome so that we all feel the same rhythm. Uh, we'll also do some jump roping so we all feel the same rhythm in our bodies uh, while we do lines. And so you can feel that pulse, that heartbeat. And it, it really it, And that's the other thing is uh, it synchronizes our heartbeats too and synchronizes our breath. So I think that gets that creates a sense of ensemble. But there's so much. There's so many things I could keep. We can go on forever. Like, oh, I was just gonna say, yeah. I think it's great that we have so many different ensemble building things. Like, we do these check-ins every single rehearsal, and we spend like 30 minutes uh, doing these exercises. But if we just did like a check-in at the end, like I know that my number would go up like five. You know, it's like yes. I have so much fun at rehearsal that like. If I start off at like a five, you know, when we do our check-in, at the end, my number would be like a 10. You know, it's mm. like because of the rehearsal is just so much fun when we're like this strong of an ensemble, I feel like. I 100% agree because if you don't know for check-ins, we'll do a mental and a physical one. So like physically, you might be feeling like a little, you got a stomach ache, so you feel like a six. And mentally, you had a whole lot going on, so you're like maybe a seven. But I swear to God, at the end of every single rehearsal, <laughs> I'm at at least a nine or a 10 right. from just hanging out with these people. And honestly, because Ariel says like playing, you're the first person I've ever seen make a play, a play. Like you're, mm -hmm. you truly feel like I'm not acting. I'm just having fun on stage. <laughs> and like, I, I don't know how else to explain this. Cause like I've, I've had a whole lot of struggle with theater in the past. And this is the first show in a long time that I genuinely enjoy doing theater. Oh. It made me wonder why I love it. I know I'm just bragging on Ariel. This is my case to do this. <laughs> <laughs> no, that makes me really happy because the, um, I think we lose a lot of it's, to me, it's serious fun. Like it's serious play. It's serious silliness. Like yes. Serious comedy. Like you, it's it's showing up fully. Like it, it requires a lot of focus. It's not. Um, it's easy. Like 
there's different kinds of fun. There's a really like chaotic fun, but that means you're not respectful of the space and respectful of your body and respectful of the group. So it's like, it's this container that we create of safe space and respect and then playing within that. Um, and to me, that is, that's the point of theater is, I'm, I, yeah, that's the whole point. And, and I also, it helps a lot that we're doing a comedy. I yes. mean, that, that makes it very easy and especially a farce. Um, I think that creates a sense of bonding faster than most other plays. But it's also possible to have this kind of fun and this kind of play in a drama, in a tragedy. Yes. Um, one thing that you just brought up that I was going to also bring up is you're very heavy on respect. And I love mm. that. Like, because a lot of people don't take respect as seriously as you do. Because my thing is you come into a room and you're just respecting everybody. So it's easy to respect you. It's not like you're demanding it. You're not asking for it. You're just a respectful person. You don't come out at anybody a certain way. You come everybody the same way and respect people and meet people someplace. How did you get there? What are your <laughs> tips and tricks? I feel like everyone could take a page out of your book of respect. Oh I didn't expect to feel so good. I was like, wow, this is just like love on an aerial day. This is great. Oh, absolutely. Um, I, I don't know. Let's see. Respect became a strong value for me, um, I think, just in school. Um, I think just life is hard and we are rough on each other. And I, it's, I mean, so many, so many things have culminated to my valuing respect. Um, yeah, I don't really know how to answer. You're you're fine. I just <laughs> she's I just just the way you do, like you don't like walk and be like respect me now. You're gonna respect me or else. <laughs> it's very much just like you're very. I when I say Ariel's like energy is so affectious, it's ridiculous. This is literally just I love Ariel Day. Okay, anyway, that's the name <laughs> of the episode. I love Ariel Day. Um, but it's the way you respect. It's the way you just go in and respect people. You're like I'm a heavy person for respect. And you are that person. You're a person who respects, like, I respect everybody in this class, class, cast, um, because just the way you go about it and the way everybody approaches each other and respects each other, it's just affectious when one person does it properly, everybody else wants to. I think one thing that I've been sort of mulling about is um, this, like, this tight hold on trying to be right, on how to how to do the respect thing right. And I think the, the best thing that I've been telling myself to how, how to show up to a space is knowing that I might make a mistake. Um, and, and you have to, I think that's part of being human and it's really learning how to own up to your mistakes as well. So I think it's, it's possible to get really paralyzed whenever you're trying to do something, when you're trying to be funny, when you're trying to be respectful, when you're trying to be whatever you're trying to be, it's easy to get paralyzed because you get blocked. Um, so what I've been telling myself is like, just be as natural as you can be. And then if you trip, if you make a mistake, if you hurt someone's feelings, just own it. Just like, and you have to, another part of respect is learning how to apologize. Is learning to say like, I see what I did. I did this thing. I'm sorry that I did that. And say then next is like what I'm going to do to do it better. Uh, what I'm going to work on and then check in later and, and say like, am I doing better with that person? Yeah, but that's something that I've been that I've learned recently that I would want to put into practice. That's that's a good thing to put in practice. I feel like something everybody can you know learn from. Um, the last question I have before we bring on the rest of the cast is, um, what are you most excited for when it comes to the show? Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! So many things. Um, I think I'm so excited for everyone to see what you all have been doing because y'all bringing so much to the script. Like I said 
uh, at rehearsal last night. If you read the script itself, it's kind of, um, it, it can feel a little flat. It can feel like it's not funny totally by itself. It's, it's completely what the actors bring to it. Um, and so I'm most excited for people to see, and this is, this is, this is the best place to be. This is what I act, absolutely hope for, is to be in the place where I'm most excited for the audience to see your interactions, to see how you all are together, to see how playful you are, to see uh, how much you bring to, of yourselves, how much energy you bring, how much, um, yeah, ferocity you play with. That's what I'm excited. Because I think it's infectious, and I think the audience is going to feel really good at the end of the show. Well, that's the goal. It's a comedy. So we're going to bring the cast on, and we'll be right back. And we're back! Um, I'm here now with some of the cast members, including myself and Grayson, of course. But um, we're here with Anna and Trevor. Can you all say hi for me? Hello, everyone. Hi, hi, everybody. Um, they are part of the cast. Um, I am Gloria. I'm the American airline hostess. Um, uh, I'm Grayson. I play Robert. Uh, I'm Trevor. I play Bernard. And I'm Anna. I play Gretchen. She's the German air hostess. We are missing two cast members. We're missing um, Dylan, who plays uh, Bert. He is the butler. And we're missing Aaliyah. And she plays Gabriella, the Italian airline hostess. Um, so we're here with the cast. How y'all doing? Doing fantastic, Kaya. I am doing so good, Kaya, because you are here. Ah, I mean, I mean, Grayson's also cool. He's also oh, here. everyone else here as well, especially Ariel. Oh. I was about to say Ariel's pretty awesome. Yes, yeah, it is. I love Ariel Day. So yes, it is. I'm just gonna put this on the calendar, and then like once a year, you're just gonna get a text from me saying, "Happy I love Ariel Day, That's Ariel. Amazing. We love you, Ariel. That's amazing." Okay, so before we get more into it, um, I have to do. Uh, two things. One, if you don't know, I am a certified hater at heart. Um, I can't help it. So I have a segment called Pop Off. And this thing is we're going to pop off. Since we're doing a comedy, I want your like biggest comedy hot take. Like what's something about comedy that grinds your gears? I will go first. Currently, my biggest comedy hot take is I'm on TikTok a lot. I'm way too chronically online. And one thing that bothers me currently about stand-up is the quote unquote hecklers. They're not hecklers anymore. Like there was a difference between a heckler and you obviously trying to get your quick little 15 seconds of fame on TikTok. And so like, you're not funny anymore. You're just constantly nagging and hoping that your clip will go off and be famous on TikTok. It's not funny. See, Statler and Waldorf, they knew how to heckle. Exactly. Like if you're gonna heckle, heckle right. So that's, that's currently the thing about comedy that grinds my gears right now. I would say uh, for me, it's any gendered comedy. So like, um, yes, I mean, the, the typical is like men playing women and how that's supposed to be funny automatically. Yes. Like men in dresses. Um, that's, that's like the, the old one, but any, anything that's, yeah, gendered. I got I'm that. Like, it's so, it's tired. I'm tired of it. It's not funny anymore. Mm -hmm. It barely was funny as it was, and it's definitely not funny anymore. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Playing off what Ariel said, I could not agree more. Like, kind of what she said on TikTok, you'll always see people be like, uh, oh, when girls do this, da da da, da. Mm -hmm. It's so annoying. I shouldn't yell in this. It is so annoying. Oh, you're fine. I yell in it all the time. Grace is used to it. I can yell. Oh, how wonderful. Um, well, I, I wouldn't encourage it. But. <laughs> I wouldn't okay. encourage it, but it's okay. I will not yell in your ears, Grayson. 
No, I 100% agree because like when they put a towel on their head and like, yes. I'm a girl now because I have a towel on my head. I'm a girl because I have a towel on my head and I'm making a really large coffee, overly large and it's overflowing on the table. That is so funny. It's not. That was sarcastic, by the way. <laughs> I guess like I just don't really like shock humor where it's like they just mm. try to be like as like morbid as possible. Mm. And it's just like, because I like say this thing that's really unexpected or really like offensive that it would be funny yeah I get what you're and it's just kind of like at some point you're like okay well this is just kind of boring now it's not funny it's just yeah bad yeah whenever i see that in like shows i'm, I'm just kind of like it's kind of like wallpaper to me man i'm scared to say mine oh, um, oh. It's, it's heavy now, now i'm excited this, close. this might be heresy i don't know if i'm even allowed to say this Ooh. uh on Ooh. a public forum um you know there's some of the old institutions that people are like oh this is the funniest thing ever that i'm just like uh, you know, I'm kind of sick of, and I never really, I'll just say it right now. I don't really like Monty Python. Okay? <gasps> I've never seen Monty Python. <laughs> I've also never seen Monty Python. What? I'm sorry. I told you. I, I would have tried. To I tried. I really tried. Oh, After this, we are fighting. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I've watched it. I was just like, shock and ah, horror you know. on their faces. I know. I knew it would be like a big one. You know, I'm not saying it for shock. I'm not saying it for the attention. I promise. But it's just, it's not my cup of tea. It's not my cup of tea. To speak British in a British manner, uh, not my cup of tea. That says wait, a lot about wait, you, Grayson. Wait, wait, wait. Are you talking yeah. like all Monty Python? Are you just talking Flying Circus? Are you talking? Yeah. Okay, I haven't seen much of the show. Holy I'll say that Grail. much. Okay. okay. I have seen, but it's probably because I just didn't really like what I saw. So I saw Life of Brian. Okay. I thought it was all right. You know, I liked some of the jokes. Mm -hmm. I saw Holy Grail. and I'm sorry, I really didn't like it. <laughs> It was not the holy grail to me. It, it, I know many people think it's like the best comedy ever. I just didn't really laugh much. Well, right, right. give them the chuckles. But I, I noticed that that's controversial. You know, I'm not trying to say anything. I know it's a controversial opinion, but just for me personally, it's, it's not really my thing. Okay. Okay. So now that we've gotten the hard hitting questions and the truth <laughs> out of Grayson, um, I need to know for Anna and Trevor, since you haven't been on the podcast, um, what year of college are you in? Um, how many productions have you done with UNA? And I believe both of you are cat majors, unless I'm wrong. Anna, are you a cat major? I actually am not. You're not. Surprise. Well, I was pretending. Nothing. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> what is your major? I am a secondary education major mm -hmm. with a focus in English. However, I'm really thinking about changing to just being an English major because I really want to teach on a professional level. Okay, well, for you, then, I want to know why you're in a play, then, you know? <laughs> I love theater so much. I don't know if you could tell. I'm a very extroverted person. And uh, back in, you know, school days, high school, middle school, um, when I started theater, it really helped me come out of my show because I used to not be this extroverted. I used to be very introverted, if you would believe it. Um, so I really just fell in love with it. And I fell in love with how... Um, it can really help a person express themselves and even put out um, morals, themes, like help spread a message that needs to be heard. It's just a really beautiful thing. Trevor? Uh, well, I'm, I'm not an education major. I'm a cat major. What, what other things did I have to um, answer? Um, uh, what, what, what year are you in college? Oh, this is my third year in college. Um, how many productions have you done with UNA? Uh, this is my first production. He's a little baby. Um, and why didn't you choose cat as your major? You know, the abbreviated version. Uh, this is, I just like working on creative projects. I can't, I can't do anything else. This is the only thing I can do. I change majors. I've, yeah. I've only gone to UNA, but yeah. I changed majors into a 
cinematic arts and theater with the film production focus. Yes. So he's become one of us. Ooh. Yes. So, okay, I need to know your favorite soft drink and your favorite soft jam. I'm sorry, I can't read my own typing. It is perfectly fine, Kaya. I would be glad to tell you. Yes. Um, so, so as far as soft drinks, can like do energy drinks count? Because yes. that's pretty much all I drink. The only good monster, and if anyone challenges me on this, we will fight after the podcast, is Mango Loco and or Paradise, but that is it. Those are the best ones. If you're gonna drink one, drink those. And then also uh, my soft jams of the week, um, the entire Silk Sonic album. If you don't know who they are, go listen to them. Um, and I guess off of that album, I really have been listening to Put On A Smile or Blast Off. Uh, they're really good, um, just kind of like smooth songs to listen to while you're studying or doing whatever. And also Beyonce, but just Beyonce in general or Homecoming, either one. My soft drink of choice, probably Sprite, I'd say. Thank you for joining the Sprite team, because every time I have someone on here, no one ever says Sprite except for me. So thank you for joining. I love Sprite, and it's caffeine-free, and I'm not supposed to drink that much caffeine. Love it. Um, I do love Coke, though. I love good cherry Coke. Um, you cherry Coke people. They're, they are so good that nothing will beat going to Five Guys and getting just like a big burger, a huge thing of fries, and cherry Coke. It's the most unhealthy thing ever, but... We love five. Makes me proud to be an American. (laughs) (laughs) And you pay fifty dollars for it. That's right. That's right. It's worth all. That's what we do in this country. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, and um, let me think. Uh, I'll give you two songs, just because I don't want to do just a sad one. Uh, My my sad little song. Sad songs matter. Sad songs do matter. Um, I'm really liking the song "Nobody Knows Me at All" by the Weepies, and then. The other song I've been listening to a bunch recently is called Shaboom. I don't even remember who it's by. I need to check that. But it's the song in Cars that goes like, life could be, oh, it's by the chords. <laughs> life could be dream. Life could be dream. Do, 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 do. Yeah. Okay, I'm not going to sing the rest of it, but you get the idea. Copyright claim. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait, can you actually get, can you actually get cup? That's a Grayson question. I'm going to go on a limb and say no. We're good. I'm going to trust you, Grayson, because I might sing later. I can't control it. (laughs) I just want to say, I think my drink, I mean, a little unusual for me. You know, I always say cherry Coke or something, but I'm going to say Pepsi just because I was drinking a Pepsi because they had Pepsi products where I was. Uh, But my song is called In Heaven by Joey Dosick, I think. And I was like searching for, you know, the creepy, if any of you have seen Eraserhead, there's this creepy... Uh, song also called In Heaven, and I was looking for that one, and then I heard this other song, and I was like, oh, you know, this is pretty good, too. But I also like the creepy one from Eraserhead, so <laughs> both great songs. I recommend both. I've been listening to a lot of Lady Gaga recently. Whenever I'm in a bad mood, I just put on some Gaga, and it's just, it hits. Like, currently, my two songs on repeat are Telephone and Applause. I just, I just need applause currently. I don't know what to say about it. Oh, my God! Applause! <laughs> Um, so, 
the drink I've been drinking a lot this week because I, I do the show every week. I run out of sodas eventually. Um, I've been drinking a lot of lemonade, but I really like a Wendy's Frosty every day. Me and Zach, the assistant stage manager, goes to Wendy's and we get a $5 Biggie bag and a medium Frosty and it hits so good. So that's currently my drink of the week is a Frosty because I've just been, I've been tearing up a Frosty after rehearsal every day. I'm a lactose intolerant, but who cares? Um, <laughs> so show questions. Let's finally get there, shall we? Um, what has been your favorite part of the show so far? <laughs> I'm fighting with Grayson right now to see who goes first. But Trevor, just will. the cast is so much fun. Like, cause we'll, I don't know, you can't see because this is an auditory experience and not a visual one. We will be getting a visual element. People have been asking where the YouTube is. It's gonna be coming soon. This one was just supposed to be really big amount of people, so they wouldn't all fit on camera. I also heard you were supposed to be getting a smell element as well. <laughs> uh, yes, smell a vision. We have a smell vision. What about a taste element? Not I, yet. Sadly, see, the cast is just so much fun to like hang out with and to to joke with. And although sometimes we can joke just like a smidge too much, I feel like we're all really good. I feel like we're all real. It's like what Ariel said. It's just, it's like serious play. Like we're all really good at like being like, oh, okay, let's get back to work now. Yes. Um, and that's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, yes, it has been so fun. Um, I feel like, uh, so two different kind of things, I guess pertaining more to the show. I love all the slapstick we're getting to do. I've never done that before. So I was a little nervous going into it, um, but it is so fun. I get to hit Grayson with a handbag. I'm not going to spoil much more. Um, but that is only the tip of the iceberg. Um, and then as far as the casting, uh, kind of what Trevor said, like we're, I enjoy everyone on the cast. I think we all work together very well and we support each other. Um, and I love Ariel. She has been an incredible director and she always has different ideas and things to work with, which, which makes it just so much easier as an actress, um, to do that. And as, Trevor said we do kind of joke around a lot. And I feel sometimes maybe Haley gets a little annoyed with us. And mm -hmm. I don't want to make Haley we love mad you, Haley. because I love her. Haley, if you are listening, I love you so much. I'm so sorry I was saying my lines too loud backstage yesterday. Um, <laughs> but yes, that's it. And also I want to say that like the people in the cast and also Ariel, like everybody's really good at making each other comfortable. At least I uh, I feel very comfortable, which same. Yeah, which I'm not usually good at feeling comfortable around people. And so that's that's been really cool. Oh, Trevor. Such a wholesome moment. You're being so sweet. Oh, oh. my God. I'm showing emotions. Ooh. You, you guys can't see it, but he is crying right now. The monster is <laughs> crying. so happy. It's weeping. Grace, do you have a favorite part? Uh, yes. I mean, of course, whatever else said about like the cast and everything, just incredible. But also just... For me, working on a comedy again and like working on like a big, like a farce, oh my gosh, it's just so exciting. Like it's a different way of thinking, you know? When you're engaged every day, like doing something comedic and like big and exciting, like this is such a different feeling for me. You know, it's like this is like something that I feel like I need to be doing all the time, you know? And it's like, so when there's like long months where I'm not doing anything like big and comedic like this, it's like, it just feels wrong. And so like to be doing this again, it is so fun to be doing a big comedy like this where everyone's like, like you're thinking of new jokes every day. Like that is like how my mind works. And so it's like, if I'm not like in an environment where I can think of new jokes every day, it's just, it's just lame. But this is like, this is perfect. This is so fun. It's just so fun to be involved in a comedy. I'm yes. glad people are doing a comedy. You know, people don't do comedies enough. So I'm just glad we're doing a comedy. <laughs> 
Yes, the amount of serotonin is ridiculous. I know my favorite part of us doing the show is honestly before we even start rehearsing is when we do our exercises, like the tongue twisters we do, like all I want is another cup of coffee is stuck in my head. I just, one of my favorite things, like I'm going to take this with me forever now, Ariel. Like I just love just us doing the warm ups, like us doing our hand games and Mm -hmm. us doing like bunny bunny. That is honest to God, my favorite part of the show so far. And it's not even us doing the show. Oh good. That makes me really happy. I think, um, I totally agree. My favorite part is the people, which is the best, uh, the best situation. Then it would be the physicality. Um, it's, I'm physical theater all the way. And I love, I love just human expression and gesture. And so it's really fun to get to watch everyone bring uh, new surprises every day. So that's, that's the best part is the new surprises every day. Okay, my next question for y'all is, um, have you ever been on a plane before? because we are talking about airplanes a lot in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so have you ever been on a plane? Like what's the farthest distance you've been on a plane? Mm-hmm. I've only been on a plane once and that was to Washington DC and then I came right back. So I don't know if that's considered two flights or one, but that was it. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to do it again technically because mm-hmm. I don't like flying. <laughs> I don't like driving more. So I would rather like go on a plane if it's like going to be like a six day trip, but I, I like being on the ground. Uh, I have been on a plane. I think I've only been on a plane like four times and that like I went somewhere twice and like came back um like when I was like I don't even remember how old I was I went to like California with my family once and then I went on a school trip to New York in my senior year of high school um my family does not take planes that often we, my dad likes road trips and so we've driven to California which is a lot less fun than it sounds being but, a tall person is not fun if you don't know Trevor's like six feet I'm the tallest person in my family and it's not fun. I'm also like 5'10". And being cramped in a car with small people who don't realize that is, ugh. Yeah, I mean, my dog's there. So, like, I'm like, oh, this is nice. This is cool. But, man, like, Kansas and Nebraska were so tough to get through. <laughs> there is nothing. It's just, like, you wake up and you're like, all right, we're going to be driving for, like, eight hours. And there's nothing to look at. It is so boring. Anyway, we're talking about planes. Yes, I have been on a plane before. Twice. Four times. Whatever. Trevor's second time on a plane. It's my first time on a plane. What? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. We went on that New York trip together oh. as brothers. Um, well, we had the same film class together. We didn't really talk that much. We didn't really knew each. We didn't really know each other. We knew that like each other like existed. Like I knew Grayson because he did this thing called like Grayson in the halls at a school. So, and I guess he might have known that I was like. I went to like a different school, but I was in the same film class. And so we might've known, that, oh, that's a guy from Bob Jones and not James Clemens. So we knew of each other. We didn't know each other. Yeah, yeah, I think that's pretty accurate. Um, and yeah, we went to New York at the same time. And I was, it was my first time flying. I was so excited. I was a junior in high school and no one would let me have a window seat. Aww. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> it's one of my friends who like flies like all the time. Like he's literally gonna be a pilot. Well, let me have the window seat. So call out post to him. That was pretty mean. <laughs> he flies every day. Like, why don't I get the window? Okay, anyway. Uh, and then after that, I've been to Rochester, New York, like twice, because one of my best friends lives there. So I've flown for that. And I really like it. That was my first time flying alone. And I like flying alone. There's something nice about airports. There's something nice about being like around strangers. It kind of forces you, I don't know, I feel like it forces me to be productive in a way. I feel like I want to just like work on something like a script or something just surrounded by strangers. I like airports, so I do like flying. That's really artistic. That's really beautiful, Grayson. <laughs> oh, thank you. Snaps, snaps. It's very nice. I can imagine you like in the airport, like, hmm, 
doing work, writing oh. scripts, doing people things. watching. Yeah. Oh, I love people watching. People watching so much fun. Fun fact about me: I love the people watching. Um. So as far as planes, I have been on a back and forth trip. I'm going to count that as one. Uh, twice. Once when I was seven. Uh, we were going, I didn't know this. I thought we were going to Panama City Beach because that's what I was told. But actually, we were going to Disney World. <gasps> but at the time, I was so set on Panama City Beach. I was so excited. And we land. And there's this big sign that says, welcome. And it's like, the you know, the Disneyland reception. And I look at my mom and I'm like, I thought we were going to Panama City Beach. <laughs> What is this? And I was like so confused. But then, you know, we went to Disney and I got over it and it was wonderful. I was very ungrateful and I wish I could go back and be like, you can't see it, but I'm slapping my hand. Slapping Um, your past self. (laughs) I'm slapping my past self. I was so dumb. Uh, And then I went again recently. My mom, actually, she's like, I argue with her a lot, but she's only my best friend. Um, We went on my senior trip together. And we went to Universal for a few days, um, and that was so fun. I love Universal. It was right before um, the horror night thing they did in October, Friday night, or something frights, I can't remember. Um, I really wanted to stay, but we left, like, literally the day before it happened. That was so sad. Um, but I love planes. I love sitting in the window seat. Sorry, Grayson. I've always got to sit in window seats. I got there eventually. Don't yeah, worry. Don't worry. You will. There will be more in the future, I'm sure. Um, but yes, my mom doesn't. I had to hold her hand and we had to listen to, um, what was it? Metallica, I believe. I plugged in my headphones and we listened to Metallica during the whole flight because it was the only thing that was keeping her from being like, eh. <laughs> <But> yeah. <laughs> I've been uh, really lucky, and I can't count the number of planes I've been on. My first flight was when I was two weeks old. Oh, my Lord. My first passport was when I was two weeks old. Where did you go? Uh, well, we were at, my parents were living in Brazil at the time that I was born. So my mom flew to Chicago to have me because she couldn't speak Portuguese. So she flew to Chicago. So technically, I was born in Chicago, but they were living in Brazil. Ah. So, And then the longest flight I've ever been on is probably to Zimbabwe. Uh, to go to a friend's wedding, which was amazing. Oh my lord! You're just yeah. you're. She's a seasoned traveler. I I love. It. I'm totally with Grayson on this. Like travel, like flying alone is really is really exciting. It's really cool to people watch. It's really if you do feel really productive, mm-hmm. no matter what you're doing. If you even if you're doing nothing, it feels really productive. <laughs> we love that. We love that. Okay, one of my last questions I have for you. Finish up. Um, my question is. What are you going to miss most about the show when oh. it's over? Oh. I know for me, I'm going to miss the stupid accents we go into every <laughs> single day because there are some accents in the show. I'm not going to say who has an accent and what all that. But we will make more accents out of the accents that are already there. <laughs> and it's probably going to be the thing I miss most about it. It's just walking up in an accent and everyone just joining in with me. Oh, man. I'm just going to miss having this much fun like every single day. It's such a like, you know, it takes up a lot of time. But then I'm like, oh, I'm so happy it's taking up so much time because I love it so much. You know, it's like when I first saw the rehearsal schedule, I was like a little intimidated because it's like every weekday, like, you know, four hours. And you're like, oh, that's like all my time. And then when you have something fun to do every single night, like you're not complaining anymore because it's just so much fun. It's fun to be around these people. It's fun to do something fun every night. (laughs) So that's what I'll miss. Oh yeah, I I completely agree. It's like it's a lot. Like I'm I'm I would say I can be a low energy person. So like this play is like 
it's killed me. I take naps so much now. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm like never tired whenever I'm in rehearsal. Maybe like maybe some nights closer to 10, but just like, oh, I mean, I just have so much fun with the cursed. I know I've said that before, but I just love going into like a scene and just giving, I don't know, just like putting forth all of my effort just like having as much fun as I can and seeing what works and what doesn't. I don't know. It's just like so much fun. It's just so much fun. <laughs> it, does, it doesn't really feel like work. It is work, but it like doesn't feel like it. It just feels like you're doing like a really fun creative exercise. Like I just feel like I'm taking like a creative class. Yeah. And like carpooling. Like carpooling there and car, yes. carpooling back oh. is, is so much fun. It's just great. Uh, yeah. Kind of going off of what Trevor said. Um like kind of the carpooling, the hanging out with everyone. I'm really going to miss hanging out with you guys because it has been so fun. And I feel like, um, you know, not only are you incredible to work with, but I've gotten closer with everyone. I've made really good connections and friends. And I'm hoping that after this is all over, we can still continue to keep those connections and like maybe go out and carpool sometimes and mm -hmm. sing Taylor Swift in the car. Of course. Um, nah, nah. Uh, what? <laughs> No, oh, okay, last fine. night you, you should me. have you seen me. it. Grayson and Trevor were going crazy in the backseat. It was wonderful. That's true. Uh, I'm definitely going to miss the people, uh, the play, the fun, the um, yeah, the the energy. Uh, I'm re I always feel really energized after rehearsal, and I just love being in rehearsal all of the time. Um, to me, it's going to be the creative um, problem solving, like watching, being able to watch all of you on stage and see how to make the dynamics um, play off of each other better. Like that creative problem solving really gives me a buzz. We love that. Creative so problem solving is so fun. It is. I love creative problem solving. <laughs> okay, so this, is bring, this has brought us back to the fizzle down feel good, the part of the episode where we fizzle down and say the one good thing that happened this week. And I have glorious news mm -hmm. for all our dedicated lore watchers of the podcast. We have a conclusion to my car saga. <gasps> I have a car again. Her name is Sabrina. We love her. Yay! Oh Sabrina. Goodness. I am so proud. We love her so much. Um, if you haven't been listening, I've been having so many car problems since the beginning of the school year. <laughs> but I finally have my own car. I am no longer my dad's truck. I probably will still go back and steal my dad's truck because I'm a truck girl at heart and she is an itty baby car and I'm a big girl. However, we, we still love Sabrina. She's cool. She's classy. She's fun. We love her. Um, so if you've been watching for the lore, Hopefully there will be new lore for you to get. Um, I'm getting a tattoo soon, so we'll we'll keep you updated on that. So there you go. I know it's very hard to follow up. What are we? Are we supposed to just say something good? It's yeah, happened? just one good thing that's happened to you. Okay. Uh, recently, um, it's I have been offered a free trip to Europe with the College <gasps> of Business. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. So the College of Business is going to Europe for a month. They're going what? to like twelve or something different countries. <gasps> and they're taking they wanted to take along some students with film experience to shoot a documentary oh and That's I, so know, cool. I know it's like really exciting so they're taking me and they're taking this other student his name is Wyatt and he's in the entertainment industry and he's a lot of camera experience and so they want us to put together a documentary of the trip um and all expenses paid they even said they were going to pay for our food oh which is insane I am so excited for that. It's gonna I can't be wait. Yeah, it's gonna be like in the middle of May to the middle of June. Oh. Yeah, I know. I've never been to Europe. This is gonna be so wow. cool. We love that. 
Thank you. Thank you. How do you how do you top that? Oh my God, that was it's just wonderful. it's getting harder and harder. I'm sorry, you you told me I you said it was gonna be hard to top this. I'm sorry. <laughs> but... I should have gone first. I, I got to top new car going to Europe. Yep, yep. I want to go to Europe. Um, <laughs> we all want to go. I was Europe. just gonna say rehearsal's been fun, but <laughs> <laughs> that is also wonderful. But you know, yeah, um, yeah, really, yeah, just. Uh, you know, it's like there's been some rough things this week. Like there's just been certain things. But it's just, yeah, it's just been fun to do rehearsal every day. That's my fizzle down feel good. And I can use it because I haven't used it yet. So I'm just going to say rehearsal has been a lot of fun. It's been a great week. Can I have two things? Because two Go wonderful ahead. things happened this week. So the first one, Aaliyah is not here with me. But if she's listening, hello, Aaliyah, I love you. Um, I think her mom might be listening. <gasps> You're Aaliyah's mom, hello. Um, but she showed me the music practice rooms we have, which like I knew of, but I never really knew how to access them or anything. Um, she showed me where they were and we uh, practiced music. Like she played piano and she told me my voice was beautiful, which means a lot. You do have her. a good voice. Thank you. I love that so much. It meant so much. It made my heart so big. Um, and then my second thing, this is kind of like, I don't know, it's kind of a heavier thing, but uh, my younger cousin, his name is Jesse, um, he is four years old, and he, this past August, was diagnosed with uh, childhood leukemia, but his numbers are doing so well. Oh. Um, he went this week to for a little checkup, and um, they said that they can start doing the next upcoming treatments to where he'll only have to do, uh, what's the word? recurring treatment so he'll only have to come back and do it every once in a while like it won't be as bad as it's been so we are very excited about that he is in remission we are so happy about that that's great that's great that's really good wow so many great things yes um I'm gonna say this podcast. This feels like I love Aerial Day. It's great. Yes, yes. Wait, we everybody put it on the holiday. I'm doing it January 27th. Favorite holiday. I'm always gonna remember it because it's also my dad's birthday. Hey. So yes. every January 27th, say Happy I Love Aerial Day. Hey, it's your dad's birthday today. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Happy birthday. Happy Kaya. birthday, Kaya. 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 But he's probably not because he forgets how to use Apple Podcasts. <gasps> <laughs> so if you made it this far, Happy birthday, Terrence. Happy birthday, Mr. Kaya's dad. Happy birthday, Terrence. Happy birthday. <laughs> but happy I love Ariel Day. Woo. Yes. Happy I love Ariel Day. Happy I love Ariel Day. <laughs> I was about to say that. I said that's my that's also a fizzle down feel good. Like it's a new holiday. I'm so Day. happy about that. <laughs> yes. Um, if you want to watch the show, come and uh, all you have to do is to buy tickets. If you're a UNA student, you get a free ticket. Um, if not, like if you if it's another person who doesn't, they're five dollars. And if you're an adult, they're fifteen for general admission. You can go on the UNA website, type in um, School of the Arts, go to the box office tab, and you can buy your tickets there. It's real quick, real simple, real easy. Put your card in, and you can pay for it, and you can come see all of us do very funny things on a stage. Yeah, it's hilarious. If you're a UNA student, it's campus groups. Yes, to campus get your groups. Ticket. That is true. Um, so our show dates are from February 23rd to February 26th. Come see us. Um, we're doing a matinee on that Sunday, I believe, at 2 o'clock. Mm -hmm. And every other day at 7 o'clock. Um, we can't wait to see you. I know you. And if you're not there, mm, 
I, don't you feel my judgment? Don't you feel the shame and disappointment I'm giving to you? No. Ugh. You don't want Kaya's judgment. You don't. Um, but besides that, go check us the podcast out on social media at UNA Soda Pop, S-O-T-A. You can check us out on all platforms there. You can send me an email at sodapop, S-O-T-A-P-O-P, at una.edu if you have any questions. Is there any um, products or things that you guys would like to plug at the moment? Any social medias? Subscribe to my YouTube channel, I guess. <laughs> I don't Go post subscribe. that often. Subscri subscribe to Trevor Peck. Um, it's the one with a bunch of really weird films on it. <laughs> I don't know. Why not? Why? What? What could? Why not? What could you lose if you did it? Nothing at all. Um, yeah, you know, if you love me, if you think I'm just the best ever, go follow me on Instagram, Grayson underscore Wagner. But other than that, yeah, I don't think there's much else you should look for me on. That's that's about it. Yes, if you would like to keep up with me, if you like hearing about me and my voice and all the wonderful things, um, I have an Instagram. It's very long. Um, Anna Nana Banana. It, oh, three. Sorry, I forgot to add that. Um, <laughs> it's just very long. So if you mistype it, I'm so sorry. But yes, you can keep up with me there. I say, come see Boeing, Boeing. Yes, come see Boeing, yeah. Boeing. Do it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also the play. That's a good one. That's, that's a good one. <laughs> Forever and always the play. Also, I just realized another thing that I'm going to miss about the show is that Ariel's going to be leaving us to go film a project. I'm so sad. And so um, hopefully we will cross paths again. Um, I'll be back in April for a couple weeks. You will. <gasps> Can we get lunch? Oh, that's breaking we, news. We will all yes. get lunch news. together. Yes. 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 Okay. Okay. That's perfect. You'll be. It's gonna be our birthday month too. <gasps> it's like a little birthday surprise. Birthday surprise. Oh, lovely. That made my day even better. Oh my god. I can't wait <laughs> for us to get our mental note. health check in. Yes. I'm gonna be a ten. Um, but yeah, if you want to follow me on social media, um, just type in k a y dot m y n a m e k dot my name, um, and we will all see you on the next episode. Well, not all of us, but you will probably see me and Grayson again on the next. Chances episode. are good. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, bye! Bye! bye.